My brother's forgiven me. Key, Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on? This is Lamar, my brother Duran. We here with brother Numsi. Man, we just gonna mm -hmm. try this thing out, see how y'all like it. You know, just pretty much two brothers talking. You know, basic conversation that we have on a regular basis anyway, but, you know, just uh, kind of... Decided to put it down on do the podcast thing. Yeah. Span, kind of get a little insight on, you know, what two young black men talk about and they complicated lives. Right, right. Um, so starting out, man, you know, how was your week? You know, what, what all happened? Anything exciting or anything? Nothing exciting happened for me this week other than just being blessed to have a job, brother. Yeah. Um, also, today was my last day at work, so I'm happy about that. Last day. My last day at work from the weekend, so I'm taking a couple of days off. It's it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So I'm my next day that I go back to work is going to be Tuesday. So yeah, I say a, that if you work hard, you should play hard. Yeah, that's a good little break. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know me personally, I've been off. Well, I haven't been off. Let me take that back. Uh, we've had a conference, so I've been uh, off-site uh, for that uh, down at Bridgestone uh, in one of the conference rooms. Okay. And uh, tomorrow we're going to uh, do some team building. So, and then I go back to work on Friday oh, so and Saturday. Just, so you're really not working, is what you're saying. We're doing team building. Okay, that's how you're talking. <laughs> but uh, I know last week, you know, we both went to the Mary J. Blige concert, uh, you know, out at Bridgestone. You know, what did what'd you, what'd you think about that, you know? So first off, let me let me back up and okay, say right. that, you know, I it was a Mary J. Blige and Nas. I'm right? sorry, yes. So... This concert started at 7.30 mm -hmm. around that time, mm -hmm. right? That so, was the time on the ticket. That was the time on the ticket. So, um, seeing that you are supposed to be a, a location at a certain time, you know, I, you would assume that you would be prepared to get there on time. Yes. So that way, whenever it starts on time, you're there. Right. And right, seeing right. that I live 45 minutes away from that location, um, we should have left like at 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But um, guess what time we left? Uh... I mean, I know you was texting 8 me. 8.30. <laughs> 8.30. The concert started at 7.30. We was a whole, we didn't leave my house until about 8.30. Yeah. So one of my pet peeves is being at places on time. Right. That's one of my pet peeves. Right. However, I digress. So uh, we get to the concert. Nas has already been performing. I hear about maybe two, maybe three songs that he performed. And it's cool. Um... And then Mary J. Blige came out and she did her thing. She definitely sounded good. But there was some... Now, brother, you, you helped me out. You were there. All right. Um, at some points in during the concert, did you get the hint that maybe she was lip syncing? I, you know what? I think I did feel that way. Uh, even when, especially when she first started with Nas, mm -hmm. it, it definitely seemed like the, the track was playing loud. Absolutely. I'm not going to say she was lip syncing. I'm just going to say the track was playing loud. Okay. So she was singing with the track at times. And then other times they took the track away and she kind of did her thing. Well, I'm going to say she was lip syncing because there was, <laughs> I wouldn't say that she was lip syncing the whole time, but there was definitely times she was definitely lip syncing. She was doing too yeah. much movement. She, yeah. She yeah, didn't got up in age yeah. and she, she can't do both. I mean, I don't think Mary's never been a, a dancing singer. <laughs> right. right. I mean, that's a special type of skill. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I'll say since you missed most of Nas' performance, like I, was, I liked it. 
Mm -hmm. I liked it. However, I was a little disappointed in the fact that he didn't play nothing off his new album. Right, which just came out. He started one song, and then he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to do some old stuff. And he went back. And I was like, all right, cool. Thinking that he was going to come all the way back to the 9 Zero album. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to hear at least the one he did with Puffy. Uh, I can't think of the name of the song. Or the the, the uh, Cop Shot the Kid. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, I like that. So I was looking forward to that type of stuff, man. And he, nah, he ain't, he ain't do that at all. So that, that kind of hurt my heart a little bit. And, you know, <laughs> and Mary J, like, she's cool. But you know, I really wasn't there for her. Right. You know, and now I expected more out of his performance. I I, I expected it to be longer. Like I did, the way they marketed it was it was their tour, but it's really Mary's tour featuring Nas. Is how I came. How I, I felt. Afterwards. I agree with one hundred percent with that statement. However, I think I think that Nas is a just as a big of a performer as her. So I don't understand why it was her concert. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I, I think they fooled me. Because, right. Like clearly, like I'm. I was like, as soon as I like, nah, yeah, I want to see Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mary J, yeah, I just saw you on the BT Awards. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, and clips from the Essence Festival. Yeah, same like, show. Yep. And my wife, she's seen her in at Essence, so like, I was I was really there for Nas, and uh, like, though I got a good performance, and then like, after a while, as he's going through his hits, like he had to do a medley. Right. You know what I mean? So he's pushing through, and I'm like, man, I wish I could get this whole track. You know what I mean? So. It's just kind of one of the things I'd like to see Nas come back to Nashville by himself or with other hip hop artists and do a show in that 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 form. You it know? would have been good. Like, there's another show that's coming in, I think, November or so. It's later this year where it's a bunch of old school rappers that's coming. It would have been good for him to jump on that tour. But I know it's a lot of down south rappers at that. Yeah, that, that yeah. Concert. I know what you're talking about. The one with 8-Ball, MJ. 8-Ball, MJ, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you, like, he did come out with a tape like the very next yeah, day. Yeah, the lost tapes. The lost yeah. tapes too. Yeah. Have you heard that CD? I've heard a couple tracks. I hadn't listened to the whole thing just yet. It's, it's just pretty me. good. It it's, it's good. It's yeah. it's classic Nas. Nah, yeah. I, I I would assume so. Like when I skimmed through it, like it sounded like classic Nas, which mm-hmm. you know, it's just yeah. I don't know. And he even mentioned that he had a new track coming out the next day. But you know, hey, yeah. you know, it makes no sense why you didn't promote. That at that venue. I mean, at least one song. Yeah, have mm-hmm. have you know what I'm saying sell it some T-shirts or something in the in the in the in the gift area or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. nobody knew about that album. Nah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, how was your seats once uh, you got there? Once we got there, so we get uh we actually was in a um suite box. Um, so that was pretty cool to sit in the suit in the suites. Uh, we had, you know, the food, we had the drink, you know, had nice atmosphere and we can look down onto the concert and um, it's just good to, you know what I'm saying, just to have people in, in high places to where you can enjoy, you know, sometimes the finer things of life. Okay. Yeah. Well, I said amongst the commoners, <laughs> uh, at least I was on the lower, you know, kind of lower bowl. Like I was on the first tier, you know what I mean? I went on the second or the third. Um, which of course the suites is sitting between us, the, the the second and the and the and the first. So uh, I didn't get to look down on nobody like you know, <laughs> like you did. Right. And I had to go pay for my food. Mine didn't come with my suites. So. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, here's my thing: when you the seats are small, you know what I mean. And and that was a concert. You know, I'm not judging a whole group of people, but Mary J. Blige 
has a very auntie crowd. You know what I mean? I'm 35. Absolutely. So when I say auntie, I'm talking about at least 20 years over me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so the ladies <clears throat> might have a little weight on them. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> by the time I came to my seat after getting food uh, for me and my wife, like some women next to us. However, it was a decent experience because they understood the etiquette of seating. Seat etiquette. Seat etiquette. Break it down, bro. All right. So seat etiquette is basically if you're sitting next to somebody and you do not know them. All right. So first of all, it's rules to the armrest. Uh-huh. You can either take the front or you can take the back. So okay. that way the other person has somewhere to put their arm to rest. Okay. Like airplanes. We're we going to get there. Okay. So she did that and she stayed with it. And I was like, cool. And then she leaned towards her homegirl that she came with mm-hmm. as I leaned towards my wife. Right. So therefore there's space, space. in between us and we're not, you know, all up on each other. Cause I don't know you like that. I don't want your arm touching my arm. You know, like that's a weird situation. And I just had that situation cause you, you brought up airplanes. So I just went to uh, France back in June. Right. Uh, May, June. Yeah. May, May. Sorry. Uh, and, uh, whole flight i had the inside seat the window seat okay you know and uh so the whole time i'm leaning towards the The window window. right last leg of the trip you know what i mean like we get to brussels and then from brussels we flew to to, uh to nice so i'm on the way to nice and i had a middle seat that i for whatever reason i forgot to pick my seat on that flight so i'm sitting in the middle and it's this chick that's got a window seat. And she was totally disrespectful to the seat etiquette. <laughs> like, she was leaning towards me in the whole flight. I'm like, I'm mad. Like, like I, have, I have nowhere to put my arm. Uh-huh. I have nowhere to lean. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just... You could lean forward. Yeah. But, like, she... I mean, like, every time she... I could feel her inching over and touching me. And I would move over. And then, like, she would gain that ground a little bit later. I was like, does she need a man? Like, what's her problem? <laughs> like, she's, is she lacking physical touch? Maybe, I, that's, what, that's what I was going to get to. It was like, maybe she was, you know what I'm saying, craving a little physical touch. I mean, she touch. might have, but, like, I ain't the you one. Wouldn't, you weren't giving it to her. Like, right? give me the window if you don't <laughs> lean this way. Like, the whole purpose of having the window seated so you can lean that way towards the window. Right. Like, you ain't got to look out the window. You can close it. I don't care. But... Go that way. There's a whole armrest that nobody's going to be touching. Just like if you have an aisle seat, lean to the right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or lean towards that aisle. Um, so, yeah, that was a very unpleasant experience. Uh, and I, I just wasn't too happy with that. Yeah, you know but the, I mean? but at, the, at the concert, it was proper seat etiquette. No, nah, at the concert, she was perfect. Okay. Like she she knew what she was doing. She's been there before. Oh, she's done this yeah, before. Yeah, 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 wasn't yeah, her yeah. first time. Nah, this wasn't her first rodeo. Gotcha. Like she's been to a couple concerts. She understood. Oh, I saw this. I don't know. And I may be hurting some people's feelings. I don't know. But I don't know if certain people have to buy two seats. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen somebody in in, in the row ahead of me uh-huh. that I mean that, that should have been two they, seats. They need two seats. I, I was like, thank God. But they don't, the armrests don't pull up on at this venue, right? At Bridgestone. No, no, I don't. So how would they be purchasing two seats and sitting? I, I mean, they, they, I don't know, but that would have been impeding on any space. So basically what you're saying, they should have sat in the uh, stairwell. Handicap. There you go. 
maybe handicap maybe or handicapped. box or yeah. something to okay. that nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we, or even a floor, because sometimes a floor seating is a little bit better. I don't know. That may be rude of me to say, but not. But you know, there were floor seats, and maybe they couldn't afford the floor seats. Though. I mean, that's very possible. I'm just saying, I'm glad that I wasn't sitting next to that person because I'd have been. Either stand, I probably would have been standing the whole time. How rude of you, brother, to even bring this up. But I mean, we can't talk about it. <laughs> we can't talk about it. Like, I'm not trying to down this. I'm not trying to down this person. I, I please go live your life and enjoy concerts and things of that nature. I'm just wondering because I like. Do you have to buy two seats, or do you have to? sit in certain sections because of weight or because, you know what I mean? I mean, I understand the question. I mean, I have the same question for, like, airplanes. Like, there's some people who like to travel through, you know, the friendly skies. Yeah. When you look at them and you be like, well, you know, there's a perfectly good rental car place, you know, <laughs> you know, a band service or, right. you know what I'm saying, a Greyhound. And, mm-hmm. But uh, if I understand the question, you know, we, we, we have those questions in the back of our mind. And I think that this is a a perfect place to have those questions brought up because, you know, it's a discussion point. Right, right, You know right. what I'm saying? We, we are not trying to hurt nobody's feelings or talk about anybody. No, it's just questions. Live, live your life. Exactly. Please, please go out and live your life. Have fun. Enjoy yourself just like everybody else do. Uh, just, I don't know, I guess be... Mindful? Mindful of everybody else's space around, around you. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're flying, maybe, maybe take that emergency out. You know what I mean? It's a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little bit more space. Um, but as long as you can do the duties, you know what I mean? Like, don't take it if you can't open up that door and help people off the plane, because I guess that's what the emergency aisle is for. That's, ex- that's exactly what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then what if they had to go to the restroom? I mean, you all know how small that is. That's true. Yeah. So I guess they just holding it. What, I mean, what if you flying from New York to L.A.? I don't know, man. Hey. I don't know. I mean, you you flown international before. Have, I have you seen? I have not. I have not. The international flights that I have flown, they're all uh, very small, petite people. Uh, of course, I was flying in in the Asia mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. so they're all small um, individuals. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't have that problem at that time. You know, that goes to maybe it's an American problem because you know when I was over in France. Uh, you walk a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of walking. So, uh, and the food is not as processed. You know what I mean? As soon as you taste the food, you're like, oh, this is different. You go to a McDonald's over there, you're like, mm, something's different. That's like, exactly how it was I, in Japan. I like this better. <laughs> so, maybe that's just a, a, a more American problem. Because even when I was in France, walking the streets and everything, uh, I didn't see many uh, nationals that were, I mean, over overweight at all yeah don't be or afraid you, to say nah, it. I mean, but like they were all i'm trying to because i'm not trying to say everybody was skinny uh-huh. you know what i'm saying but everybody was within a healthy range i guess of what their ideal weight would be mm-hmm. and their body fat percentage like nobody looks sloppy right you know what i mean so like i i find that real interesting and intriguing like if they can do it and regulate it however they're doing it why are we not doing that why are we so gluttonous yes Cultural. And I mean... Absolutely cultural. 
and I see the same dude sitting at the sitting at a restaurant for six hours. You know what I mean? You go somewhere, you come back, that same dude still on the patio smoking or you know, still eating that same meal. Somebody they take their time. They too. do take their time. You know what I mean? Like we eat fast. Yeah, because everything is rush rush over this side. That's so true. you know, when even when I was uh traveling in, in Asia and Japan, everybody everything is slow motion. I wanna say slow motion, but it's slow motion compared to the US. Yeah, all right. Uh, they they do take their time in everything they do. They exercise more, like you said. Everywhere it is you you commute yeah. by by you know uh, Walk. walking or bicycle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, bus. There train. is driving, and you know there is motor vehicles there, but uh, the vast majority of the people are actually you know hoofing it two feet. Right. No matter rain, sleet, snow, whatever. Because I because I was one of them at one point in time. Yeah. When it was raining, when it was snowing mm-hmm. over there. Uh, I had to walk to work. Yeah, take the trains, walk, and uh, that's you lose definitely lose a lot of weight, especially in the summertime. If it's hot, yeah. uh, you make sure you keep a bottle of water yeah. on you. Yeah, I mean, I I know in France or in in Cannes where I was at, uh, Cannes, France, they it's built on some hills, like steep. Uh-huh. Like I remember, we walked up. They had a castle. They have a castle overlooking their city, and a lot of parties was being thrown at this castle. So we was like, we just gonna check this area out like you know lights lights are flashing you know what i mean like they got spotlights going so you know you know it's jumping man we had to walk up the steepest staircase i have ever walked up in my life and by the time by the time i got to the top my legs were shaking (laughs) that's how steep it was like i was like i don't know if i'm making back down (laughs) you know what i mean of course we didn't we didn't get in the party because it was exclusive you know what i mean but uh even you know, walking through their markets and stuff like that, like everything was kind of either you, you were going uphill a whole lot. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I mean, of course, that's burning fat and and you know definitely toning up the legs. Absolutely. You know, going going uphill. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Um, in Japan, I had I, I walked up Mount Fuji. I didn't make it to the top because my legs were hurting. Yeah. Yeah, and those are some steep mountains. Yeah. I wish I could have made it up to the top, but I couldn't. I was out of shape. I thought I was in shape. Yeah. But you find out quick <laughs> <laughs> how out of shape you are. You start walking straight in the air. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So, anything else happened this week? Anything, what you got going on this weekend? Uh, I know man. it's Wednesday, but, you know, hey. Nothing really working. You know what I mean? Working. That's pretty much it. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go have some fun, vacation a little bit. Like I said, today was my last day of work. Right. Uh, so I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. I'm just going to have fun for a couple of days. Okay. All yeah. right. That's that's very cryptic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I need to be cryptic right now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this past week was uh, Comic Con. Yeah. You, you hear any interesting stuff? I mean, first of all. Maharsha Ali is Blade, which I never thought about, but immediately loved as soon as I heard it. Yeah, you, I was like, that's... you didn't know you wanted it until they said it. Yeah, right? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that's perfect casting. Yeah. You know, and I, I discounted him for anything because he was Cottonmouth and Luke Cage, but uh, the Netflix series, like, they've come out and said definitively that the Netflix series was never impacted and never a part of. The MCU, which is the movies right. and, and the Disney version of what they are doing, to include the Disney Plus 
so, shows that's about to come up. So basically what you're getting at is it, it's okay for him to be in the Blade Netflix TV series and for him to, I mean, I'm sorry, the Luke Cage mm-hmm. Netflix series, which is considered Marvel, but because right. it wasn't actually a part of the Marvel movie universe, right. he can now step into the movie Correct. universe as Blade. 100%. No yeah. different than Idris Alba going from uh, Ghost Rider 2 to Thor. Right. So Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, that was that was big news. Uh, you know what I'm excited for from as far as the Marvel panel mm-hmm. went, Thor, Love and Thunder. I cannot wait. I'm uh, I'm just so you know, ever since Thor Ragnarok, you know it was such a great movie, and then he carried that through Infinity yep. War and mm-hmm. Endgame. That same tone. Yeah. Um, I'm just I can't wait to see what I they're going to do. Chris Hemsworth as Thor is probably one of my favorite MCU characters that's out there right now. However, the thing that keeps me less excited about love and war um because everything sounds exciting until you tell me natalie portman's coming back as jane foster Mm -hmm. and she's going to be the female thor right now the reason why i'm not happy with this is not because of a female taking over thor but it's because natalie portman has not shown interest in those movies so therefore her character of jane foster has not had the story arc to step into that role, like but, I didn't, I don't, I don't feel like she's earned it. Well, so hopefully they build a little bit. Absolutely. When the movie first starts, I think that they probably will do. That's why it's called Love and Thunder. Because you know? I would say give it to Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson. You know what I mean? Like you start the movie, boom, she's Thor, and I've been like, oh, okay, that makes okay perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you got you have a lot more building for Natalie Portman. Like maybe Thor, like maybe she should have been in Endgame for a hot second. You know, reintroduces. I mean, she. Spoiler alert, she kind of was. However, she wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it looked like old footage, if you ask me. You know, you don't look like she was on set interacting with anybody. Well, you, you, we, don't, we don't know what her schedule was like uh, during that time and why she wasn't in some other movies. I mean, but she's made it clear during Thor 2 that she was not happy with the process. That I mean, she wanted a female director to step in and or whoever the director that, well, that think, was going to Think be back on the movie, you know, Thor 2. Now, what was the name of that movie? Dark World. Thank you. And um, in that movie, did you enjoy Dark World? Nah. Nah, it's probably one of the worst MCU movies that they've done. Exactly. So if I was her, I probably would have said the exact same thing. Like, this movie is some garbage. But part of it, the reason why it's garbage is because she's clearly checked out. Like, she's... If she a, wasn't, if she wouldn't have made it no better. She's the entire plot. Yeah, but... <laughs> like, at least the, give your all. The Dark Elves... I, I, I if she I was a better billing. if she was a better actress in that movie and she was all in one thousand percent, the it movie was, still would have sucked because of the dark elves. Nah, it, it would have been a better movie. It'd have been better. How? How? Because you would have got a better performance out of her. Arguably one of the best actresses that no, you know what I mean. That's around. No, why? The movie wasn't about her. I mean, she it was, was about her. No, I'm saying it was about her, but it wasn't about her. Like she played a big part in the movie yes but i mean the the villain was more it's, it's about the hero and the villain i don't care about the the in-between stuff all the time but in this particular case her part to me was minimal i disagree i disagree she's 100 percent the plot point of the whole movie she's the reason why thor goes back to earth she's the reason why thor uh why thor's mom gets killed essentially you know what i mean she's the reason why their whole journey happens because he's trying to protect her. I agree. But and that... it's not a damsel in distress type situation, but like it's because she now has 
one of the uh, the stones, right. Infinity Stones, in her, which ether. is the ether. Yep. So she is the plot. She's the MacGuffin of the movie. Yeah, but if she would have played a better part personally, I don't think it would have made the movie any better. I, think, I mean, it couldn't hurt. One of the other reasons, I mean, I don't think her and Chris Hemsworth have the chemistry that like him and Tessa Thompson does in Ragnarok. I agree with that. I think those are two totally different actresses. Um, the way the movies that they played in and also the way that they perform on the screen. But that's Marvel. why you screen test people together before you put them in those roles. Hey, she got, she got the chemistry. part. She got the part somehow. I guess. I guess. Yeah. So, I guess. So outside of that, I'm, I'm also excited about the next Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange is going to be crazy. And look, I, I'm going to tell you that I'm upset about this one because they pushed it out so far. Mm-hmm. Why are we having some? In, why are we introducing new Marvel characters to have their own standalone movies before you give me a Doctor Strange two? I think it's phases. I think it's part of the phase. Uh, everything that's happening with that and how they introduce things. Uh, when you look at uh, Doctor Strange and the madness of the multiverse, so that tells me that Doctor Strange is going to introduce the multiverse, which we barely touched on in the End Game, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna really dive into that in Doctor Strange. So let's let everybody on this earth have their time to shine. Then we're going to introduce the multiverse. So then we can start introducing different characters and such. Also, you're looking at, it's going to be, they're saying that it's going to lean into the horror, right? right. So if it's leaning into the horror, which we haven't done, because Marvel's known more for their comedy and, you know, uh, in action. So now we have to, establish some of the other stuff so we can start to play in other genres and things of that nature. And they've been dipping their toes in, but the way this sounds like it's going to be set up, it sounds like they're going to dive in head first. And I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the multiverse, be it a post-credits uh, scene or just a small glimpse, is where we're going to first see Maharsha Ali as Blade. Mm. So you think that he's going to be from a different un- universe because... He's a vampire, essentially. Not not necessarily. I don't want to say that. I'm just saying because we're introducing horror into Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and to introduce Blade, who I would think his solo movie would lean deeply into the horror with making an appearance. So that way you're like, oh, you like this? Well, check this guy out because he's going to kind of give you more I see, I see where you can where you can get that from. But I also see what I just, what I just noted as well with the multiverse and with you know different universes having different mm-hmm. species i'd say of, mm-hmm. of of people uh so there may be different advanced race of humans in one uh multiverse than others which i know that's not the case uh, but you know this is marvel uh movie universe so right. they, they don't follow the comics per you know 100 percent. true yeah i can see it happening that way as well but i'm i'm hoping it Hoping not. I'm excited for uh, the Chang Shi movie. I am too. I, I'm ready for some karate, some kung fu. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice. I and mean, then because, bringing the Mandarin finally in. Absolutely. After that abysmal Mandarin that we had, and after years of Iron down. Man three, <laughs> like, and that that was such a good catch. Like Ben Kingsley as a Mandarin, making him more Perfect of a sense. terrorist in 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 like Middle Eastern, and you know. Like that works so well, and then you just made him a British actor that is yeah. Just, they didn't even realize what he was doing. Like, are you kidding me? Basically, you just shit on the whole thing. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Hell to the King? 
Yes, the, yes, the one I, shot. Yes, I did. That was and that was pretty good. Actually, yeah. they tried to clean it up. Yeah, I was happy about that. I was like, at least y'all acknowledged like y'all messed this up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's too, but it was too late at that point for that movie. Oh, for that movie, yeah, yes, yeah. It was yeah. Too- but at least to let you know, like somewhere down the line, we're gonna fix this. Yeah. You know, so uh, to now know that here soon we're gonna get the Mandarin. I think the time is right because uh, we've been introduced in Doctor Strange with the mystic arts. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you, you're definitely gonna have that with the Mandarin and possibly even uh, Shang Chi. Uh, I'm not familiar with the character, so I'm gonna have to brush up on him and see what what he's talking about. But I'm I'm excited for that genre. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think they're opening the doors to everything, all of the different genres, mm-hmm. um, all of the different um, nationalities, mm-hmm. uh, the different types of people that. So that way, they're just opening up their market, basically. Yeah. Um, maybe they they came through these first um, couple of phases and was like, you know what, we didn't touch on everybody. We need to get more people. To, in the seats. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we had to re-release Endgame just to get past Avatar. I, I don't think they had to. And I think I think that hurt them actually more than anything. Because uh-huh. they put that little bit of footage in there, you know, talking about re-release. They should have just let it keep playing. Yeah. Just leaving it. It was already in theaters. How you re-release something that's already there? <laughs> you just added some extra footage. You right. know what I mean? Like I I could have did without that. And I think it still would have passed Avatar. So um I don't take it against I don't think it should have an asterisk on its title now just because they had a re-release. Right. Um, but uh, I'm waiting for that Blu-ray uh, or, oh. or a digital copy to, to hit the market, um, which is next month. Right. It's, but now it's tons of footage. Yeah. Uh-uh. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be hard for any studio or any movie to now top that movie, Endgame or Avatar. Uh, it's been you know ten what ten years since you know, Avatar. The only thing I can see possibly coming close, but it's not really a global movie like that. Is the next Star Wars because we're finally concluding the Skywalker saga. As you bring up Star Wars, Kevin Smith had uh, went to the studio and he did a, a a podcast or some type of an interview where he said that he was on set and he saw everything that was going on and he had the the possibility to see the last scene of mm. the movie and he said that he didn't want to do it because he he didn't want it to interrupt or ruin his whole experience yeah. when he no, saw it makes sense. it made perfect sense but everybody that said that they have seen it it's like it's, your mind is going to be blown away and honestly I can't wait to see it now just because of that I mean December can't get here soon enough I mean it's been it's been a long time coming to end this saga. Right. You know what I mean? Through the good, through the bad. Seven uh, movies. Like, if you count uh, all of them. Yeah. I mean, that's nine movies, which I know Marvel just smashed that number, but uh, that's still impressive. You know, in the span, multi generational, like it has. Like, you know, our parents pretty much grew up with the original trilogy, you know, which is the middle portion. Uh, and then, you know, in the 2000s, the 2000s, in the 2000s when they came out with the uh, the prequels, oh yeah, uh, for good or for bad, however you feel about those, you know. I and then you know to to finish it off with the the new trilogy with uh, Ray and Finn and uh, all of these characters, uh, Poe. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to be over so I can see what's after this to see what. What, the, what does the universe look like outside of the Skywalkers? But I'm also, there's so many questions that I have, and I want to see how J.J. Abrams 
concludes the trilogy that he started because he set up a lot of questions that Ryan Johnson then came in and kind of closed. Mm-hmm. And now I think JJ is going to reopen those same questions and answer them the way that he foresaw them being answered. You know what well, I mean? I hope they give some some closure, some answers to those 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 questions uh, that it that haven't been answered yet. Yeah. I mean, who are Ray's parents? Right. Like, how does she get the power? Yeah, I don't accept nobody. I- <laughs> like that's a that's a hard pill. Like I I don't accept that. I accept Leia floating in space as Mary Poppins more than I, <laughs> I can accept nobody. Or, or Finn, even though he doesn't have the, you know what I'm saying, the force, mm-hmm. he's wielding a, a doggone lightsaber like he's been trained for years. That's true. You know, First what, time he picks it up. You know, where did that come from? He's taking on a a, 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 a Sith. Not, I ain't going to say master. He was like a pad one at the time because mm-hmm. they even say he needs to conclude his training, uh-huh. which he never did, by the way. <laughs> he just kills his master, never concludes his training. So, like, his potential, who knows what it could have been. Uh, but, yeah, nah, yeah, I agree. Like, that, that's definitely a question. How did, are we going to find out how Maz had that lifesaver in the first place? Right. That's a story for another time. You no. Know, so, we're not going to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? How did you get there? Where did you find it? <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 hopefully those those questions will be answered. Hopefully, but you know, even if they're not answered, it's just going to be another um, segue into another movie, and everybody's going to be carrying on these questions. Hopefully, yeah. that one of these movies will. Hopefully, it's a. I'm, I'm. I want it to be a hard end for this. Yeah, because the universe is vast. Yeah. We know this. So let's 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 introduce some stuff that has nothing to do with this, but that's still within the universe of what Star Wars has brought us. Um, not do prequels, not do filler stories in between this episode and this episode, like Rogue One did. Mm-hmm. Not the uh, the Solo, Solo. which mm-hmm. is, I mean, those are good movies, and I enjoyed those movies. However, I'm done with this saga of what Star Wars has been so far, and I'm out. Give me Knights of Old Republic. Give me. Uh, some of that type of stuff. Give me something completely unknown to me. You know what I mean? Because I know even the Mandalorian that uh, uh, the the TV series. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, that's still. It's it's not the Skywalker saga, but it it's, it, it ties will, into yes, it. Yes, it will tie into yes, it. it does. You know what I mean? So like, give me something that's a long time before that or a long time after that. You know what I mean? The scroll says a long time ago. Well, what's happening now? Right. <laughs> like, who's, who's writing history now? Right. Like, yeah. Does, did it end? <laughs> who's a... been telling these stories? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And those are some old scrolls too. Like, obviously it did end because nobody's writing the history anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like, um, what do you, when you say that it brought to my mind Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they was writing in the book about all of the uh, the knights, and then um, what's the what's Brienne the guy's of name? Tar? Oh, Lannister. Yeah, Jamie's Jamie Lannister he didn't mm-hmm. have anything written, so he had to write his own. Yeah, like who like who writes in that book? Yeah, like who's, then Brienne who's of the Tar same? had to end it at the end. Yeah. Like she started exactly. finish the story exactly. So somebody has to finish the story. Yeah. So who's finishing the Star Wars story? Right. That's that's the the, the, the million dollar question. Yeah. Man, I think I think we've been gone long enough. So, Time goes by quick. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially when you're talking about some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to hearing what you got going on this weekend. Uh, the, yeah. the next one. You know so what I mean? yeah, so so next week we'll come back and I'll let you know what happened over the weekend. Um, hopefully we have some funny stories for you. Um, see what you got into. See what the world has gotten into. Yeah. Um, see, find out some some different topics. For sure. All right, man. See y'all next time.